You're listening to 103.5 FM, the Sun Community Radio, WLSP LP, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, and you're in homeroom with Brad Sarin. Hello, Brad. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. My name's Todd Molesky. I'm the host. We are here today. It's just me and Brad today. We've had a guest, I think, for every show we've Almost done. Almost every single show, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guest. You're the guest. <laughs> yes. So, so that's exciting. We've got important things to discuss today because we're talking a little bit, I guess, foundational things for the district. It's a personal passion also. Okay, so this is the strategic plan which is being refreshed. Correct. This this school year is the process of of doing that. So um, let me start with this. Uh, I'll throw this at you. Gotcha. What is the strategic plan and why do we have one in the district uh, uh, going back, I think, five years now? Yeah, yeah. It's a great question, Todd. So so every single organization has got a vision and mission. And when, uh, when a, a group of leaders begin to sit down and try to figure out like, all right, so this is the vision and mission. This is our purpose and, and what we aspire to be. You have to begin to like figure out the organizational capacities and the ways in which you're going to execute something in order to make progress toward that vision and mission. And so like a strategic plan is really just, a, it's an extended definition of what your vision and mission is, and it's the pathway necessary to make progress toward it. So like, for example, if, if, if our vision is to make sure that kids who graduate this school district have got the skills, including literacy, necessary to achieve their goals, whether it be career or whether it be like a, you know, a college or whether it be any type of like armed, armed services ready, they need to be literate. And so we're going to execute a strategy. In this case, we do a combination of balanced literacy, uh, including Reader's Writer's Workshop, in order to get them to that, to that goal. And so that's a strategy that we have to execute. And because we're a large organization, that strategy needs to be executed consistently across nine elementary schools. And so a strategic plan allows us to cascade the metrics and the strategies and the staff development to all of those sites simultaneously in order to like make progress. Right. So if everyone was off on their own plan, you'd have kind of a little bit of chaos where you're that not, is, yep. how do you then, uh, you know, weigh out, you know, what are the results here versus the results here? Exactly. And, and are we actually getting to the right thing? Exactly. And yeah. so random acts of strategy don't work. Mm-hmm. And we, we all know is when we act together, not only horizontally between the nine elementary schools, but vertically from our 4K partners to the elementary schools to the middle schools, we can achieve far more together than what we can achieve in isolation. Yeah. So so why now? Why is this the time uh, to, to take a look at this? And we'll get into, you know, how you're taking a look at it. But why is is now the time to do it? Yeah. Yeah. So our, our strategic plan is seven years old. And so we began to develop it into in the 13, 14 school years when the school district actually started the research necessary. The first year of execution was the 14, 15 school year. And I, I wasn't here yet. This is right. my seventh year in, in Sun Prairie. But the 14, 15th uh, 14-15 school year is the first year of execution of that strategic plan. And uh, and at this point, we, we had planned to refresh the strategic plan last year. But with the pandemic, we, we were just too... Some things happened. Yeah. Yes, we were too wrapped up in mitigation strategies and trying to make sure that all of our instructional transitions from mm-hmm. being fully distance learning all the way back to what we were at at the, at the end of the year uh, went smoothly. Yeah. So 
I, you weren't here when this last one was done, so I, you know, maybe this isn't a great question to ask you, but how was that one done? Yeah, no, I, I've you, researched, you've the, researched whole the whole thing. the whole thing, yeah. So what the school district did is they set out to, to get feedback from the community because what the board and the, and the administrative team want to be able to do is align what we're working on in a strategic plan and what the board is governing for with what the community expects. And so there's a return on the investment of tax dollars. So what the community expects what the board is governing this district toward and what the administrative team is working on and executing in the strategic plan all have a very strong line of sight. Mm. So in 13-14, what they did is they went around and did over 60 different SWOT analyses. So strengths, uh, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, SWOT analyses to try to, of different community groups across the entire uh, community, all 10 municipalities, to try to get feedback. Uh, and they handed that over to a UW researcher to do a thematic analysis on all of that feedback. They then sat down over three weekends, three long weekends, to be able to like take in all of that information. And there were over 60 uh, community members as a part of this uh, community uh, steering committee to, to create the strategic plan. And so in the spring of the 13-14 school year, for execution in the 14-15 school year, uh, this community group recommended to the board and the board unanimously approved a strategic plan that rewrote the organization's vision, rewrote, rewrote the organization's mission, and gave us five organizational capacities to begin to live up to. Okay. And when you talk about those organizational capacities that 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 sounds like i mean you know okay we're talking pillars here or things that you know correct. come into play every day but maybe you don't think of them every day but they're there correct i mean that correct. that's kind of like the decisions that are made might not like directly like touch on that but they're the basis of of everything that's being done in the district to some degree correct? yes correct okay. so so what that community group recommended as a vision is, which is the Sun Prairie Area School District should be a high-performing school district of choice that reflects the cultures of our diverse community. And our mission, our purpose, is to inspire and prepare every child every day by providing relevant, engaging, and innovative learning experiences. And they want us to do that not only inside the classroom, but outside the classroom. Sure. And what they also recommended is that we need to do five things really well in order to make baby steps progress toward that vision and mission. We need to be able to have the capacity to teach and assist kids in excellence and learning. We need to have the workforce to attract and retain an exceptional workforce. We need to engage our community and communicate with them. And finally, we need to have the facilities and tight operations to fund it. And uh, across all of those pillars, the fifth organization, organizational strategy is continuous improvement mm. in that we wanna be the best at being better. And so, so those are the pillars that we fix and cascade to all of our departments and schools across the organization to try to align our practices according to those organizational capacities. Yeah, I should say that these these are all available on the Sun Prairie School District website. Correct. Too. There's a there's a page you can look into, both in the existing strategic plan and this process of of what's being done to. Uh, you know, to refresh it. Correct. Uh, SunPraySchools.org. You can get into, there's a menu that you can get to a strategic plan there. But I, I, I wanted to um, to ask you, okay, so 2013-14 when this was being mm -hmm. done the first time seems like a long time ago. I mean, even just not thinking about the year we've been in the 18 months of the pandemic and, and those kind of things, everything we've had to do 
everything you've had to do in education that that change kind of the way things are, are done. But yes. but I mean that's just a long time. That's kids who are now you know we're in we're in elementary school then or in high school or out of, of high school. What was done then that is going to be or maybe what wasn't done then that's going to be done now in part in terms of building this newer uh, strategic plan. Yeah, yeah. So. So in, in 1314, to be started in 1415, the community told us that they wanted more family involvement. They, uh, if you remember at the time, the Common Core had just been sort of like approved through a race to the top, which yeah. was the Obama administration. And so our curriculum had not been updated. There was not an equity plan. They really felt that we needed better communications. At the time, there was no long-range facilities plan. Our schools were packed. There was a, there was a short... Um, facilities assessment of, uh, the, at the time, Ashley Field and Prairie Phoenix Academy because the bleachers had just collapsed mm. at Ashley Field at the time. There was no updated safety plan. We were really struggling to retain teachers because our compensation system for our educators had not been updated. We had not transitioned to a one-to-one uh, computer program yet for technology. One of the biggest themes is that uh, people felt that our uh, school nutrition program was really lacking in quality. They uh, were upset because our staff development was lacking. Uh, We had a weak summer school program. Uh, There was a lot of concern about secondary schedules. There was concern about a lack of diversity among our staff. There was concern about school funding. And there was also a a, a lot of concern about capital maintenance at our older elementary schools. And so when we engaged our community at the time, that was really the state of our school district in the 13-14 school year with permission for us to begin to work on that in the 14-15 school year. Hmm. I mean, listening to you kind of tick off that list of things, you can hear all, a lot of things that have been addressed. Maybe not, you know, you're not, not crossing them off I mean, because there, there are things that are uh, works in progress, but you can hear a lot of things that have been, uh, you know, touched on in the last five years, yes, five it, years plus. Yes, exactly. Um, and, and that's the idea, right? That, True. I mean, okay, we've heard this, Let's go to work on them now. Correct. And in these next you know, five, seven years, whatever, of this strategic plan, I'm sure you're going to be hearing a lot of those same things. Things that you're getting input on now are going to be a lot of the focus of, of this next group of years. That's exactly the purpose of it. And mm-hmm. so, so if you fast forward now, uh, seven years later, we, um, for example, we've got family engagement plans across every single one of our schools, and we rapidly expanded community schools across the system to make sure that we had the structures and the legitimate um, strategies necessary to engage our families within schools, which is responsive uh, to that feedback. We renewed all of the curriculum across every single grade level and subject area, and then we also had our own teachers engaged to select the instructional materials. So our curriculum renewal and design plan process is reviewed and updated every single part of curriculum across all grade levels and all subject areas. And we've updated new instructional materials, the textbooks and the workbooks Mm -hmm. that go along with it. We've um, created the Sun Prairie Equity Framework, and we've trained our staff in a program called Beyond Diversity, and we've developed uh, equity teams across every single one of our schools. In 2021, this is in the middle of this pandemic, Mm -hmm. last year, it was a tough year with all of the transitions. 
when we surveyed our parents and just said, like, how satisfied are you with the Sun Prairie Area School District? Uh, 84.5% of our parents said that they were satisfied with the district. And so we are really proud of the way that we have communicated with our with our community and with our parents and, and actually have the data to, to show it. Um, so last year, uh, right in the pandemic, when lots of school districts, especially in Dane County, were just really... Um, had a trouble retaining teachers. Yes, we had a we had a ninety percent retention rate of our teachers last year, which was just it was one of our proudest data points in terms of teacher retention. So when we do implement staff development, we're actually retaining those teachers to make sure that that staff development actually transitions into exceptional practices in the classroom on behalf of our kids. Um, we've passed over two hundred and fifty three million dollars worth of referenda in the last six years and constructed and equipped two elementary schools and right in the middle of doing all kinds of capital maintenance across all of our elementary schools to update them of course uh, constructing a second comprehensive high school Um, we've transitioned our secondary uh, schools over to block scheduling Uh, we added a a one-to-one technology program that was literally the like the envy of the state as we Mm -hmm. were transitioning over to to uh, distance learning because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic uh, which included of course you know um, access, you know, with uh, with uh, with uh, uh, Wi-Fi bricks and everything right. like that. So it was really fortunate timing that that was. that was already done when when things happened last March. Yeah. True, true. Yes, we've we've implemented a, a grow your own program. So in uh, in 2014, we were at 9.3 percent in terms of the diversity of our staff in Sun Prairie. We're now at nearly 15 percent, and it's not enough. And we will continue to accelerate our work there. But every year we have made progress by percent since then. Yeah. And uh, we've really tried hard through strategies embedded in that strategic plan to now come back to the community and to say, we listened, we worked hard on this, here are some of our results, and we'd want, we don't want to end there. We want to continue to be the best at being better, and we want to engage our community at this time to define our next five years, our yeah. next seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in talking about facilities, it, this is happening right now at a, an interesting time in, in terms of where the district is in facilities because, like you mentioned, second high school is being built, will be online next school year. Mm-hmm. Just had two new elementary schools come on board in the last yep, three 2018. years. Yes. Um, and, and so I, I, I don't know what the future holds. I'm sure there's, there's big picture things here coming down the road, but having had those major, major projects in the near rearview mirror, or by the time this comes on board, um, how does that change what you're looking at in the next strategic plan for facilities? Because I've got to think that there's there's more big things happening down the road. You know, whether that's right away, maybe not. But over the term of, if you're thinking this is covering the next seven years, there's going to have to be something big in terms of facilities in, in that next stretch, right? Yeah. It, well, it could be that that. The feedback that we got from the community in 2013-14 really focused on facilities because people largely understood that we had a problem with facilities. Yeah. We had outdated facilities. We we had no plan for growth at the elementary schools. We had no plan for growth at the high schools. And people were really calling for a better understanding of what's our long-range plan. And so that theme rose to the top very quickly. 
it could be that when we re-engage this uh, this uh, this community in our strategic plan refresh that facilities isn't as much of a concern. Mm-hmm. And so it might be that we are maintaining our facilities, but it's not a strategic area of priority that we have to like constantly come back to, fix in our cascade and work toward. It might be that there's a refocus to another area. It could be career and technical education, or it could be student well-being. I'm not sure what it is, but it could be that facilities isn't one of the primary themes that that arises in the next strategic plan. And so we maintain there and we re- refocus our energies on another strategic pillar. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Homeroom on 103.5. The Sun Community Radio coming to you from the 103.5. The Sun Studio is underwritten by the Bank of Sun Prairie. I'm Todd Molesky here with Brad Sarin, the superintendent of the Sun Prairie Area School District. A one-on-one today. We're just getting into this. Uh, strategic plan. A very refresh. exciting topic, too. Yes. And, and, and so I want to, you, you've mentioned community engagement. And I, I, I want to touch on how the community can engage with this process and, and how long of a process this is going to be and, and kind of when, uh, when the opportunities are to, if you're a community member, to give your feedback and to give your input on this. There are a few opportunities coming up. Do you want to talk about some of those? Sure, sure. So, uh, with that strategic pillar of, of communication and community engagement, we have really developed a framework to come back to our community, to bring them into the schools and to help us better understand how to operate. We did so when we did the the elementary uh, uh, construction facilities referenda. Uh, we did so in the elementary boundaries. We did so when we had to do the student bullying behavior task force. We did so when we did the secondary facilities referendum. Uh, we did so when we did the secondary uh, boundaries. Uh, we did so with bell times, which just recently uh, had a recommendation um, advanced from the bell time task force. And so the school district has really been focused on structures to bring the community in to help us understand what community expectations are and to listen to the community on on execution. And this is another example. So what we've done is we have developed a way to refresh our strategic plan. And so it's not a full-on reconstruction of the strategic plan. We're not going to rewrite our vision and mission. Uh, Largely, we believe that is, you know, very relevant still. But we do need to refresh the pillars. Uh, The community has changed in the last seven years. We have areas that have been built up, new neighborhoods. We've had a lot of transition in terms of people that have moved out and in, and we want to understand those, those expectations now. And so we have a number of strategies to engage the community. The first one is called relational interviews. Uh, What we did is we, we mapped the community and we are we are doing outreach to all of the different sort of segments in the community to get feedback specifically through a relational interview framework. And we're using that framework, the relational interview framework. Uh, It's based in community organizing, and so the questions that will be advanced is really founded in community community organizing. And so we can uh, get feedback in that way. Uh, Anyone that also wants to just volunteer to be an interviewee can sign up on our website where there'll be, you know, uh, just a a form that you can fill out to sign up to be um, interviewed for a relational interview. The second strategy is called Two Questions Tuesdays, and it's a survey. Uh, but we understand that right now, because so much is happening relative to our vaccinations and our mitigation strategies and just like, you know, options uh, relative to like reopening last year, that there's a bit of there's a bit of survey fatigue. And so what we did is we deconstructed a survey and we've divided up that survey into two questions and we're 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 uh, 
branching those two questions over a number of weeks on Tuesdays. And so today is the first Tuesday. Uh, so it's, it's the first two, two of the two questions Tuesdays where people will be able to uh, answer questions either through Facebook or through an email or we'll post them on the 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 neighborhood application next door. Mm -hmm. And so people will be able to answer those two questions Tuesdays. And that runs through middle of November. So Correct. if you're, if you're listening to this later, it's, it might still be running by the time you get to this. Yeah. Correct. And if you, if, and, and if you want to take like, so for example, if you want to take just the full survey, instead of participating in the two question Tuesdays, we'll have that full survey on our website also. And so yeah. people will be able to, people will be able to, um, uh, to fill out that survey there. And the last one is an ideas fair. And this is more of an open house type concept where people can come in, engage with our administrative team about different topics, and also engage with each other. And so we're really trying to make sure that we have an interview component, we have a survey component, and then we have an open house component necessary to make sure that the that there's a there's a very genuine and authentic outreach to our community to get feedback. Now, now these individual areas of feedback won't be um, won't be done um, uh, in in the, like a singular form. We will add other information to them. And so, uh, last spring we did 300 student surveys uh, for our instructional framework, which is uh, something that we're working on to guide our instruction over the next five years. Um, we also have a communications plan refresh where we have a number of community members that uh, have come in to help us better understand how our communication goals to our parents and our community should be formulated for the next three years. And we also have an equity audit going on. And so the information from the relational interviews, from our Two Question Tuesdays, and from our open house ideas fairs will be paired with information from our student surveys, from our communications plan refresh, and our equity audit, that entire um, uh, data set then mm -hmm. we will, will be analyzed by a partner at the University of Wisconsin. It's the Wisconsin uh, Education uh, Center for Educational Research. They'll be doing a thematic analysis on all of that information and giving us themes that rise to the top in a very similar way than what we did the last time we did our strategic plan refresh. Then we use the strategy of a SWOT analysis. This time we're using a bit of a more uh, complex uh, 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 multi-mode analysis to try to get feedback. And so that, that'll be the ways that we get feedback um, from our community. Sure. Those ideas fairs, uh, two days, uh, November 11th, both of them at the high school in the cafeteria. Uh, November 11th, 5 o'clock to 6.30. November 18th, 6.30 to 8.00. Uh, again, all that information is available on the, the district website, sanctuaryschools.org. Find out uh, all of that there. If you need translators, those are going to be available yes. at, at those sessions. And so that's, uh, you know, if, if you're just, you know, if, if you have input, you, you desperately want to give it on, on where the direction of, of the district goes, that's probably, you know, and if you want to be do that face-to-face, -face, that's probably those opportunities are, are your best chance there to to be in on that. Yeah, and there's there's lots of opportunities. So let's, I mean, if you, and we, we want the feedback. Our goal mm -hmm. is to get it right for our community. And right now there are a lot of voices that have differing opinions. And so this is the best way that we can begin to find the most substantial themes that provide some consensus across all the voices in the community mm -hmm. to begin to work toward the areas where there is the most consensus. And so, so we say internally, we want to get it right. 
We want to get it right for our, our kids, our students. We want to get it right for our families and our caregivers. We want to get it right for the taxpayers of Sun Prairie. And so the way that we then do outreach to get it right is through these strategies. And so if you are a person that wants to give us feedback, we'd love it. Please participate in a relational interview. Please take the surveys. Come to an ideas fair. We want the feedback. Yeah. And, and so when that all is done and, and all of the, this this data is gathered, you, you mentioned it goes to this uh, the UW Center uh, for Educational Research. Uh, then who's involved from the district and, and I don't know if there's a school board component too and when does this wrap up and become the, the refreshed strategic plan? Correct. So, so what will happen is when we receive the analysis from the Wisconsin Center for Educational Research, we'll actually engage another community group, a steering committee that represents the school district to sort of like process through that information and to make a recommendation to the administrative team on what the refreshed pillars in the strategic plan are. That recommendation will go both to the school board and then also to the administrative team. So the school board will actually take that information and and uh, should they accept it, because the, the board will want to process it also, should they accept it, they'll begin to revise their monitoring reports for the school district. And so uh, the board each month has monitoring reports that it assesses the school district on according to the board's expectations. The monitoring reports right now are aligned to the strategic plan of fourteen fifteen, sure. and so and so is our strategic plan. And so, like I said before, the alignment between what the community expects, what the board is governing toward, and what the administrative team is working on through our fixed cascaded strategic plan, all needs to have line of sight. They need to be uh, integrated together. Otherwise, we'll, we would have two definitions of success, and that's that's not correct for the organization yeah. at all. The board will take that and begin to revise its monitoring reports uh, that it evaluates the organization against. The administrative team will take that recommendation and revise our cascaded strategic plan. And so then at the beginning of the next school year, the 2022-2023 school year, not only will we have a fully reconfigured elementary long-range facilities plan complete, we will have a fully uh, reconfigured secondary uh, 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 plan complete from the long-range facilities plan, mm-hmm. and we will he- have a refreshed strategic plan based on community input that we can begin to work toward. It sounds a lot like what's done with curriculum on a pretty regular basis, right? You you take a look at it and you realize, well, we, we can change this around here this way. We engage a lot of people, with, come back with a plan, uh, readjust the, how it's being uh, scored at the end, I guess, and and you, you've got a new look for it. That's yeah. just kind of the way things seem to go in in schools. Is that you kind of have to keep keep uh, keep moving the the endpoints and what uh, what the expectations are, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. And so uh, ma- many of the, the the core principles, that core thesis of strategic planning, are scalable, mm. meaning that you can implement them at a classroom, you can implement them at a at a school level, a department level, and of course a community wide level. And so that's what we're doing. You can, however, also see organizations that have misalignment. And so, for example, if a community really is passionate about career and technical education, but the administrative team is super passionate about, like, global education and, like, Mandarin Chinese, but you've got a board that is, you know, maybe super passionate about, you know, wanting to talk about athletics, that misalignment between what the community expects, Mm -hmm. what the administrative team is working on, and what maybe the board 
is is governing toward that misalignment is really toxic mm-hmm. and so in sun prairie we really make an effort to try to align community expectations to board governance processes to also the um to also this the strategic plan yeah and so dr steve schrader is the liaison from the board uh he's been ensuring that this entire process aligns uh to the board's expectations in fact we just gave an update uh last night on monday uh to the the board that was uh, the 25th of october um and you can also see that screencast that dr schrader and i uh completed on 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 the website too we've got about a minute left i i want to ask you this to close it out as as a superintendent as as you know, an educator, as, as an administrator, does this kind of activity, I, I guess, does this it get you excited for, for the future? I mean, does this kind of thing just kind of get you refocused in terms of, yes, here's our next five years, six years, seven years, and, and what we're looking at for that? Yeah. There are many school districts across the state and nation that are being divided about topics that consume us today. And there's no shortage of examples of divisiveness. And I think when you begin to reframe the conversation to say, what do we want to be defined as in the next five years? What do we want on behalf of our kids? What do we want on behalf of our families and our caregivers? It reframes the conversation to consensus and what we can do together. And that's what excites me, yeah. is to build consensus across this community on behalf of kids and families. Well, that's awesome. And, and I think this is a great, it's a great time to do this. It's a great, you know, effort to get the community engaged in this and, and really making sure they're, they're having a voice in, you know, where the school district goes from here. That's and our goal. Obviously, there's, there's a lot that's been done in the last seven years, like we've talked about in, in this strategic plan, but a lot more to go. There is, that, that we want to be the best at being better. That's right. Brad Saren, good to talk to you again. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks Todd. for doing this. It's fun having this one-on-one time. To, <laughs> yeah, to well, only one-on-one one here. That's right. All right, I'm Todd Molesky. Thanks for listening to Homeroom with Brad Saren on 103.5 FM, The Sun Community Radio. Say by the... Yeah.